previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. The poly relationship for us is, you know, me and Catherine are married and we're open and we weren't looking for anyone um, in particular, but Nicole came into our life understanding where we're at and, you know, where we're open for more love in our in our life. And Nicole totally just got it. It's been very, very easy and free-flowing for us, hasn't it, so far? Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's kind of like Gladiator, Miranda, but with a lot more thongs. Oh, that B.B. Lynch. <laughs> and that is Miranda Kay. <laughs> you can check out our blogs at metro.co.uk. Coming up, I can hardly believe I'm saying these beautiful words. We're going to be chatting to an erotic wrestler. Yes! Hello, my name's uh, Mistress Pussy Willow. I'm here today to chat to you about kinky things. B.B. Don't even... <laughs> Phoebe died. Phoebe <laughs> died in a freak dildo accident. She can't talk. What do you think of wrestling? What What are your first thoughts when you hear the words erotic wrestling? My uncle uh, was a wrestler back in the day. Okay. And he was the Bengal tiger. So I'm, I'm assuming this is the same kind of world. Oh. Will I be shocked? Oh, my little BB Lynch. You, let's just strap in. Remember, you can tap out anytime you want. So we are here. Hello. Hi. 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 Uh, we are here with Mistress Pussy Willow. Hello. Hello. Uh, now, I am going to let you do your own introduction. Please tell the ladies and gentlemen, the good burgers of the Good Sex, Bad Sex podcast, what you do. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, I'm your friendly neighbourhood dominatrix. Um, I have been doing this for about seven years now. A few specialities I enjoy are erotic wrestling, um, role play, pet play, public humiliation. Please explain <laughs> what erotic wrestling is, first of all. Um, well, erotic wrestling is basically that. It's uh, one of many, many fetishes. It's people who have a fetish for either being beaten up by super hot, ripped chicks mm. or even small chicks just generally tussling play fighting or people who enjoy like the give and take now the interesting thing about wrestling compared to other areas of fetish and kink i consider wrestling like a gateway kink okay <laughs> so people chaps will come to me um who are sort of interested in fetish and being dominated but unlike your classic slaves that come and like oh mistress let me throw myself at your feet and worship you i'll do anything for you mistress the wrestling ones it's more about having a bit of a fight so it helps people be submissive if your choices have been taken away so if you've been yeah. taken down by somebody that's stronger than you that sort of gives you the permission to sub out um there are some across different strokes for different folks and within wrestling there's lots of people that come into it from different angles there are some people that come into it from like really subby angles and then there are some people who like the fact that it's a bit of give and take so you don't know who's going to win like and i like from my side i like the fact like showing my superior strength it's like i've earned their submission rather than just like a sniveling groveling slave at my feet that just throws themselves there without my necessary my permission yeah, so wrestling. yeah Amanda. yeah hello baby welcome Hi. to the conversation <laughs> <laughs> what kind of training do you do do you do personal training or is um, it the, is the wrestling enough or it depends on person to person like i think erotic wrestling is a bit 
different compared to other areas of the industry because the people actually doing it, they tend to come from two angles. So you either have the ladies that come to it from a fitness mm. perspective, so people who really train and do gym stuff, or you have people that come to it more from a sex worker perspective. So I came to it from being a dominatrix. For me, I'm just freakishly strong. <laughs> I've always been freakishly strong. I can crush things very easily. So I don't really, I'm sneaky. I don't really train. <laughs> I just get away with being a big bully and shoving people around. Um, but I know a lot of the other wrestlers do train. And actually, since starting wrestling, I've developed much more of an interest in like learning boxing and kickboxing and like learning the wrestling. Mm. I've never been so excited about exercise as I have since I started wrestling. Can I ask the, the classic wrestling question if we take the erotic bit out? Yeah. Is it real? Um... Ooh, well, that's a different area of wrestling. You're talking about pro style. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> which is another portion of wrestling. So okay, so that what's would be, yours, that would be a good time to introduce the different styles yes. of wrestling. Well, so you, yeah. you have your basic categories are um, comp, semi-comp, fantasy, lift and carry and pro style. Um, so fully competitive is where you're both really going at it, um, like you're both going in it to win. And with your sub, it, it, uh, do you feel them really going? No, no, they do try. And sometimes yeah. people get me as well. And like, I like the the give and the take. Yeah. Bit. Like, I like sometimes getting got myself. I particularly love being beaten up by hot, excellent wrestler chicks. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but most people don't do, I won't do competitive with a new client or unless I know them on the scene because that can be quite dangerous if you don't yeah. know what you're doing. Mostly it tends to be semi-comp, semi-competitive, which is, yeah, you're both going at it, but it's a bit more giggly. Fantasy is on the other screen. That's more like, oh, dear, I appear to have fallen over and be stuck between your mighty thighs again. Oh, it's so terrible. Ah, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you've got um, lift and carry, which is one of my particular specialities because I'm super strong. What's and lift and carry? It's basically people who have a fetish for being lifted up in the air. Yeah. Piggybacks, aeroplane rides. Aeroplane rides. Shoulder rides. There's yeah. a nice one called the cradle. This is a fetish. Yep. People, <laughs> everything's a fetish. Even that microphone they're holding oh, there. I know that. Um, everything <laughs> is a fetish. Um, okay. And it's like, um, yeah, the cradle, which is nice, where you hold them like a little tiny baby in your arms and look yeah. in their eyes and go, ah. Um, not many wrestlers do lift and carry because it's hard, but I... I can, I can uh, leg press on one leg a man that's 90 kgs. <laughs> very satisfying. I used to do the aeroplane rides with a client. Did like, you? Yeah, that was my first introduction to erotic rest. I didn't know what he wanted. Yep. And then he was like, oh, yeah, if you put your feet on my stomach. And I was like, oh, I used to do this with my sister. Yeah. That killed the mood. That was... <laughs> well, it's, um, it's just playtime, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, um, I think kink is very much playtime. Like, the minute yeah. you become a grown-up... Like, or you're like 13, 14, you're not allowed to play tag anymore. And like the playground, you have to sort of stand around looking sensible. Yeah. Um, and wrestling particularly, and not lift and carry, it's it just, it's playing. It's silly, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, and like, I spend most of my time giggling. <laughs> Which good. is love, you got a lovely one. Yes. Why not? Cackle. But do, you, <laughs> do you think most fetishes do start when you're a kid? So you're into stilettos because nanny wore stilettos. Ah, Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's yeah, different, it's isn't it? Some yeah. people, yes. Some people, no. Like, like for, really. Yeah. Some people, like you, sort of remind me of like when you were talking earlier about being like, oh, I'm the the, the bully. Yeah. And like, I've known clients that are just like they just want to meet their school bully again. They just, yeah. oh, I just remember this girl at school and she used to beat me up and she used to run after me and everything. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm like, oh, I was never that girl at school, but I am that girl now. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's how I was because I was sort of never that girl at school, but yeah. I always sort of wanted to be. Yeah. But I did always um, have fun like my brother's friends coming over. I've always been wrestling. I've always been play fighting, and I like purposefully irritate them enough to start on me so yeah. I could have a fight. <laughs> There's a poor, unsuspecting bloke would turn off his lovely leather jacket and yeah. you would bite him. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. He deserved it. He's not undeserving, he deserved it. <laughs> Consensual biting. Okay. Consensual. Yeah. No, well, that's before I learned about consent. When I was a teenager, I did just sort of like leap on him, pounce him. Oh, um, oh so this was a... This is when I was a youth. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Sort of like so... Young and violent, but without any boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're learning like more about that kind of thing. So yeah. what kind of things do you do with... Wrestling. So you're a, you're a sex worker and dominatrix. Yeah. So you see clients. You go to their houses. You need to have a mat room. Yeah, this was what so, I was going to say. Do you have to have a specialist? Um, yeah. Area? So within the world scene, the UK is one of the biggest fetish wrestling scenes that there is. And within London, there's several wrestling rooms. Like there's the place I work, the submission rooms, um, which is run by a mate of mine, Pippa the Ripper, who's an absolute <laughs> champion. And there's maybe fifteen girls on the roster. We're all really good mates. We all get on. Um, we do wrestling events as well. So, like, every few months we'll have an event. So people, mostly chaps who like to watch hot chicks fight each other, pay, buy a ticket and come and watch us fight each other. And I'm the ref for that, which is super fun because I'm so impartial. Um, Brilliant. <laughs> stripes and shout at me. Oh, do you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. I think it must be all these kids growing up with Daddy Haystacks back in the 80s. Do you well, know lots what I mean? Of people, no, lots of people did get into it you because just of... mixed up Big Daddy and WWE. Giant Haystacks. Yeah. Um, and called him Daddy Ace. Daddy Ace. Sorry. I know when I was a youth, um, <laughs> I was so obsessed with drummer gladiators. Yeah. And I, it was amazing because it was the first time I'd seen strong women looking yes. hot. And just, and that to me was, I remember watching WWE as well and thinking that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, All these, it's now yeah. you get more and more strong women. Yeah. And like, because when I first see erotic wrestling, and that's why I sort of never had it on my website that I did it, because I always thought you had to be this ripped, nope. which was why I was so surprised nope. when I'm doing helicopters with a guy in bounds green and it's like and, and suddenly it takes also like some yeah. people like super ripped chicks some people like big girls some people like um really little tiny girls that can do wrestling because it really is especially with wrestling it's not about how strong you are it really is about skill like i still get beaten up by girls that are smaller than me yeah. that have been doing it for longer and train so, more so, so, so what are you getting out of this um, cash, cold, hard, delicious cash. <laughs> <You're> um, <laughs> but um, I bloody love my job. Like this the other day, I was dressed up as a green <laughs> Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this chat we had such a fun time as a green Power Ranger. We put rubber gloves on, long rubber gloves, and the game was to try and wrestle and get the rubber gloves off the other person. Um, and then we did this amazing fantasy boxing bit where I had these big silk shorts on and big boxing gloves. And we were doing boxing, but pretend boxing. So it was just like being, it was just like playing as a kid where you, you punch and you don't actually hit them. You just sort of tap them and then you go and do a whole fake falling over. Oh, I giggled so much. Like, I, like that spaced scene. Like, yeah, just yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I just genuinely, I get a great joy from my work. I got, love sorry. it. Are, so are the men, so I'm still confused. So the men are men you already know or that you see regularly or just... Someone who's clients, it's like I'm a I run an independent business and people come to me as a client. Yeah. So it's just that same if I was offering hairdressing services, people will find my advert, get in touch with me, make an arrangement. So but then through that I've got a lovely community. Um I think like the sex work community is one of the most welcoming 
great places I've ever found. And like as well in the wrestling, the wrestling community, because it's a smallish thing. We know each other. We're all mates on Twitter. We meet mm. up at various events around the place. Um, like I've had clients become friends. Like they're part of my little family now. Like it, just like it. In work, like occasionally when if you're a hairdresser, you've got somebody that comes in that you make friends with yeah. and you have that regular rapport because you see them every couple of months and you talk about their life. Like, so it becomes like a, becomes... But yeah. you don't get them in an arm lock. You know, um, <laughs> so when you, you... So does the wrestling around ever lead to sex? Actually there and then? Uh, no, not really. Like wrestling... Well, it just depends on different areas, I think. But wrestling itself, like the wrestling fetish industry, is sort of fairly non-sexual, like especially compared to other areas of the sex industry. People generally don't take their tops off. Like most wrestling sessions happen in a bikini. Some people do take their tops off, but they charge a lot. Like I take my top off because naked. Um, <laughs> people don't really offer more stuff like hand relief and things. That's very, very rare. And the people that tend to do that tend to be more the ones who come into it, like myself, from a dominatrix yeah. point of view. So, um, yeah, it's a bit different. And it, but it, it's like the, the stripper code, basically. If you're a stripper, you don't do blowjobs in the lap dancing room because that chap, when he comes back, he'll expect that same service off another Someone lady. Else, and just yeah. like when you're a sexy masseuse, you don't do sex. And like when you're a when you're a wrestler, you don't do sex. Like yeah. you do maximum top off and a hand job. Like, but still, so few people do that. If anybody asks me for that, I say. I do this because I'm a dom. Mm. Be very careful when you're asking other wrestlers. You don't want to offend them. Do your research. Like, so, yeah, yeah. it's a bit different. But, yeah, I mean, like, you must have had guys that have just had, you know, little soggy pants by the end. Oh, yes. Yeah. They get little, like, I can tell they're having a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> Bless their little willies. <laughs> um, so am I giving you good, um, good uh, stuff for your wank carousel, dear? You <laughs> That's the point, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, they're going home. Yeah. Um, but do you get, so do you get turned on by, is, is it just, it feeds the, the dom in you, it which I know is a huge... Yeah. I, love, I love wrestling, yeah. <laughs> it makes me happy. And kicking, kicking someone repeatedly in the nuts makes it's my vagina nifty. happy it, as well. Is being, yeah. a, <laughs> <laughs> is being a dom um, um, totally in the brain or is, is it a turn-on in... I know it's a turn-on in the brain, but is it a turn-on physically as well? I'd say it's more like a... Like lots of... Oh, it's such a complicated... Like people... People can do kink... And not get hard on, like, but it still satisfies them in a way that sort of like it's more like a cerebral satisfaction. Yeah. Like sometimes when I'm domming and I'm having a really good dom session, it's not about my vagina or having an orgasm, like, but it gives me like a, like a brain gasm. And there's something about being connected with somebody and being on such a level with somebody and tuned in that it's just satisfying and nice. Like the problem with set, I always joke. When I'm in agony, agony aunt mode, um, auntie wussy pillow, resident agony aunt, it's like once people figure out that good sex isn't about putting a penis in a hole, you start to have a lot more fun. Good sex isn't necessarily about orgasming. Good sex isn't about hard cocks. Like it's everything. Sexuality and sensuality is more than genitals and penises yeah. and holes. Did you write that down? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Already got it. Got it. Tattooed. Already got it back. It's fine. Um, I think it's really interesting. I think, and am I allowed to ask? Because I honestly, I'm so intrigued by this. So, what's your thing that that sexually turns you on? Would you say many, many? Well, I I sort of put it between. You have like people who are kinky and people with a fetish, 
And you've got, this is my own personal theory. Like, I'm not saying it's got anything in science. It's probably different ways. But so fetishes to me are something that's sort of hardwired in your brain, mm. in your sexuality, like on the spectrum of being gay, straight, bi, like, into lycra like it's the sort yeah. of same something that's sort of like hardwired in there something clicks and you're like yeah. but then you have like everything kinky tingle. people yeah like i put myself in uh, people who are willing to explore and try lots of different things so i put myself in the kinky category and that i personally enjoy exploring trying different things and there's things that i find totally horny now that i didn't even know existed a few years ago mm. um but then there's some things that i will tend to come back to over and over again that I seem to be more attracted to and I would put that more in my fetish side. One of them's wearing neon like cat suits. Yeah. The other one is schoolroom dramas, caning. Like those are just like a few that always I seem to come back pet play, like role play. Those are the ones that seem to come back to me. But I still find lots of things really interesting and exciting. Before I was into kink personally um, I used to be a dom at work and I'd come home and have shit vanilla sex because I'd be like, no, 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 that's work and this is home. And, blah, blah, blah. and then suddenly, like five years ago, something clicked. I'm like, hang on, I, I like this too. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, once I... It was just like a door opening. The minute I accepted that I was into kink, then suddenly there was so much for me to explore and so many new things to try rather than just having sort of like unsatisfying vanilla sex, putting a penis in the hole where they're all over afterwards and don't even ask you if you came. <laughs> just because you haven't been getting any. So what have Rude been... Of her, did you? <laughs> Rude. So what, look, about, uh, on the wrestling, only because I know that we're going to talk to you about domination and about your, your kink life uh, in another episode coming up on Good Sex, Bad Sex. Uh, so just on the sort of more like on the erotic wrestling front, you yep. make videos yep. uh, and what's been like, do you make them to request or do you just wake up and go, I've had a great idea, lads, we're going to do this? Uh, a mixture. Um, so what's been like the weirdest ones? What mixture kind of ones? is, so it's like you get your custom video requests. Yeah. Um, porn at the moment is very interesting things changing now. Yeah. It's going out of the hands of your big LA people um, who hold the reins for ages and more into independent producers like myself, like my friends who have a profile on Twitter so your client can see that you're a genuine person that actually enjoys what you do. Yeah. And the real money these days in in porn because of stuff like PornTube, the minute you make any like video, it's highly likely to get just like with the music thing, yeah. um, like it's likely to get like pirated all over the yeah. place. So the only way really to make money these days is your custom video sales. So people will get in touch with you with a particular custom request, which can be like, I know the submission rooms, for example, two weeks ago did seven rubber glove wrestling videos one after the other for a person and then once you've got your custom video then you put that online and sell it as well but then you also make your own videos up as well if you want to um and it's a case of experimenting and seeing what works like most of my people who make videos they found that the things that have sold really well have been really obscure custom requests <laughs> like, like the rubber what? glove wrestling that you for example someone was... that sells really well who would have thought it so yeah. is rubber glove wrestling where you you try and snatch your rubber yeah, glove yeah, off, off somebody else yeah and it's about texture and and the sound of it and oh, every woman's sort of, called Marigold now. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Um, and so, yeah, so it's a, a mixture of that. Like, I, I make videos, but for me, I do a mixture of ones that will make money and ones that I just want to make 
Yeah. I just want to make and put them out there and have beautiful things in the world. Yeah. Because so, you were like, talking to me about one and I was like, oh, save it yeah. for the podcast. What was the one you were making yesterday? Oh, which one? Uh, yesterday. was it? Oh, yesterday. No, that wasn't a video. That was just a session. That was what the um, Dr. Pussy PH Dom. PH Dom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but we are making a video. We've actually got a video series for that coming up. Where I've got a Tesla coil. I've got Tesla tubes. I've got a little medical screen. It's very exciting. Yeah. So that's it. We're planning a little set of videos. Dr. Pussy PH Dom. <laughs> Nurse, the experiment was not a success. Bring in the next specimen. <laughs> See, I just think that's... smoke and things. But that's sort of just for me to make something that I want to make that yeah. beautiful and then maybe make some money out of it because yeah. it's a nice place to experiment with video making. Yeah. Just... Can I ask about the money? You can. Will you, will you tell me? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there... You can always ask. <laughs> you know, I respond or not. What's the money like? Let's just say working in a Sainsbury supermarket in the kitchen washing dishes, that's slavery. Mm. What I do now... It, like I earn more money in a day than I used to in a week, a month. Like, and it, it's also like people think the money's really good, but you you get good money for the hour. But you also have to consider advertising, like outfits, um, venue hire. Marketing, marketing, all the, marketing, all, the Twitter, all the hours on Twitter that you have to spend yeah. on. Like, so for each hour of work, you're really doing like two or three hours. Yeah. And you're work. only doing that one hour as well. It's yeah. not like you're doing seven hours a day, like yeah. like in a job. You're yeah. getting oh, like a lot of people be like, oh, that's your that's your hourly rate, and it's yeah. like, yeah, but I only do one hour a yeah. day, or I might do yeah, yeah. one every three. And that's, days. so your your one hour is like takes sort of all day. By the time you yeah. got over there and got your outfit on and this that and the other, um, like. And again, like you have your good weeks and your bad weeks. You have, I think every sex worker I know has weeks where they're like, shit, rent's coming. Or <laughs> <laughs> the um, World Cup's happening. And then, and then you get, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Call of Duty comes out. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, and then, um, then you have your weeks back. where yeah. you're like, drinks are on me. Woo, I'm rich. <laughs> so like, um, I think it's a special, but uh, the way I see it is for me, it, if I was working a nine to five, I would go absolutely crazy i would be unwell like for me doing this sort of work less often like it's hard work because as well for each hour that you do it's quite extreme like emotionally like constantly like you're a therapist as well like you're you're so in tune with somebody it's exhausting so that one hour of work it's the same amount of exhaustion as doing like a six-hour bar shift for example um but for me like it gives me the freedom to have time to be creative um, and to follow my other things in my life. If I was working nine to five, five days a week, I wouldn't have time to do that. Mm. Um, and that other part of my life is really important to me. If I didn't have that, I'd go bonkers. So like, sex work helps me not to be mad. Yeah. What kind of tips would you give to people out there that have never thought about it, but, you know, they've got something in their head that's just like, yeah, gladiators. And oh, you yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good question, actually. Right. First of all, consent mm -hmm. that's the first one so when i am doing a wrestling session with somebody the first thing i do before anything is we sit down we have a chat and i say do you know about tapping out um so you know about safe words in 
um, kink, as you say, red and it stops. With wrestling, it's different. You tap out, so you tap, tap. So you use your hand to tap, tap any part of the body or the floor. Um, or you can verbalise tap, tap. And that's for when you're in a headlock and it's too much, that's when you stop and you move on to the next thing. Um, other one is you talk about health issues. Have you got any health issues? Do you have a gamini? The last one is... Um, do you want a gamin? Do you want a gamin? <laughs> and the last one is, are you wearing contact lenses? Just in case you pop them out. That's <laughs> If you put somebody in a headlock and they've got contact lenses in, their contacts can slip out. So, like, yeah. First things first, always in any kink situation or in fact even any sexual interaction we should be sitting and talk you have a minute to talk about consent boundaries what you want what you want to try the next thing i would recommend is just learning four moves try four moves so that's how i started my mate pippa she was like she could taught me four moves and she's like yeah, it'll be fine now I'm like what? <laughs> what i'm gonna go do a session i don't know what yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine um and those would be scissors which is the one of the big fetish moves within like mixed wrestling, female male wrestling is scissors, which is with your thighs basically, because women have stronger thighs than blokes, and that's what a large fetishization. Yes, strong, stronger thighs than blokes generally, um, whereas men have stronger arms generally. Um, so there's a huge fetish part of. The fetish is people who appreciate women with big thighs. And um, scissor any part of the body? So, yeah, you scissor. It's basically you cross your legs, um, put your ankles together. Yeah. yeah, I know I'm doing it now under the table. And then you push your hips forward and crush them together. Now you can do that either on somebody's neck or on somebody's waist is the most common. So head scissors, neck scissors. Um, and you've got all these fancy like, reverse head scissors where you put your bum in their face. Anything to do with necks, you have to be really careful. You only ever squeeze sideways. You never squeeze flat against their um, larynx Sophagus. because you yeah. will kill them. Um, you always sideways on the cartroid arteries. That's what I would say to research the safety of these moves. So then head scissors, a good headlock. It's a good one, a good headlock, a good arm bar and a good schoolgirl pin. Those would be the four ones. Right. How do people find those online? You can find those online. You can look on YouTube and find them online. Is arm bar where you you stretch Or you can come and see me for one of my wrestling workshops and I'll show you. Exactly. (laughs) I think you should do wrestling work. Do you do wrestling workshops? I've started doing a few like fetish parties and things. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, I've started doing a few. So if you come to a fetish event where I am, I will show you some wrestling moves. That's no problem. So it's scissors... Scissors, headlock, a good headlock, good arm lock, um, arm lock, arm lock, a bit more sketchy. So like headlock, um, schoolgirl pin, schoolgirl pin. What's that? What's um, that? It's we... where basically somebody's lying on the ground and you sort of like put your legs over and you sit on their shoulders. <sighs> That's the classic thing that you do when you're a kid and you play fight and you hold their hands down and you go, <laughs> can't get the boobs in their face. <laughs> um, I'm going to say another one, but I've forgotten it now. Brain. Is there any tickling allowed? <gasps> tickling is great. Tickling, tickling and wrestling goes together beautifully. Really? Because you can pin them down, you can hold them in a pin, and then you can tickle them. I actually think That's I'd be great. pretty good at this. I'm quite... Because you're so tall. Yeah. How tall are you? Mm-hmm. Five foot eight, nine. Ish. Do you have no. to be tall to be a dominatrix? Nope. No. Do you have to be tall to be a wrestler? Nope. I'm almost five foot two. Yep. I know five foot two wrestlers. One of the most successful wrestlers I know, um, Jade. She's tiny. Um, beefcake, but she's tiny, um, mm. and she's got the skills. If you've got the skills, it doesn't matter what size you are. Um, it's about. Could Miranda and I do it together? Yep. <laughs> 
you, we've got to go off and learn how to do a schoolgirl pin yeah. and a bit of arm lock, headlock, yeah. yep. and scissoring. Yep. <laughs> there's loads of like yeah, people interested. There's loads of like YouTube stuff. Um, like when I first started, I looked up loads of things on YouTube just yeah. to get going and things. Yeah, and the very very least. It's healthy. Yeah. It's good for you. When, when I finish a wrestling session, I'm all super pumped up and I feel great. Wow, Miranda, you okay? I think so. Bit I of think a bit so. of a sweat going on. Oh, an exciting sweat. Do you think, be honest now, uh, do you think you could beat me in a wrestling match? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't even know why you asked that. I think I could beat you and Sam in a wrestling match. One-handed. It, well, you are one-handed, exactly. <laughs> what would be your move of choice? <laughs> Just shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a shout. <laughs> I'm not very good otherwise. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go home and practice my scissoring. When I say my scissoring, I mean I'm going to go home and do some scrapbooking. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a willing play thing. Yeah. So it makes things difficult. <laughs> We done with the wrestling chat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not good at wrestling. <laughs> Thanks very much to our erotic wrestling guest, Miss Pussy Willow. You can check her out online at Ms underscore Pussy underscore Willow on Twitter. My name is BB Lynch, and I'm Miranda Kane. Good sex, bad sex was beautifully Miranda, beautifully produced produced by Sam Bonham. Do you know what? We had such a good chat with Pussy Willow that we're going to see her next week with her slave. She's bringing in her slave. And so make sure you come back and see us next week for some more Good Sex, Bad Sex. Good Sex, Bad Sex.